Welcome back to Tivating Patiently, the appreciation podcast that highlights, dives deeper, and celebrates the work and accomplishments of our Tony-winning national treasure, Aaron Tivate. I'm your host, Elizabeth, and this week's episode topic is not what was originally planned, but here we are. Let me paint you a picture. It's Saturday, July 1st, and my husband had been out with the kids all day, and they were on their way home, and I was in the kitchen getting dinner and things prepped for when they got back, and my phone starts going off with alerts. I checked it, and just like the rest of Tivate Nation, my jaw hit the floor because not only was it surprising earlier in the day when Aaron posted photos from his trip to Tangier, Morocco, But he had just posted on his Instagram story that he would be returning to the Rouge for the night as Christian the composer. I mean, just that picture of his Christian shoes with with ready or not, like, uh, unbelievable. And a few minutes later, Erica posted a photo of Aaron getting his shoes on on the couch and Miles was on the floor watching him, probably wondering what was going on. And she captioned it. Not all superheroes wear capes, but sometimes they wear costumes. And a few minutes after that, Moulin Rouge Broadway officially posted that Aaron would be filling in for the role of Christian that night. And that officially kicked off the wildest night full of the most fun anticipation and joy. Like seriously, who would have ever thought that Aaron would be making a one night return to the Rouge? I started messaging friends and followers that I knew were close to the city to see if they could get there in time, and a few did. And I even said to my husband when he got home that if I left right then, I'd get there for act two. And I was only partially kidding. I mean, if that announcement had come out even an hour earlier, like, bye, I would have been off to NYC. Along with the initial shock confusion, and excitement of Aaron's emergency return, there was also a sense of concern for Derek Klenna. Like, was he okay? What happened that he did the matinee but couldn't be in the show that night? And I was hoping for some answers and hoped they would come from Ricky's live, but they didn't. However, the reunion that we never thought would happen did. Aaron and Ricky were back together in Ricky's dressing room at the Hirschfeld, and they kicked off their live with one of their iconic Nick Cage impressions, and it may have been just a minute long, but it was everything we never knew we always needed. She is something quite rare. You smell the same. You smell like... I'm not gonna tell anyone what your scent is, but you just smell the same. You smell so good. Ah, Dude, this, this is nuts. Saturday night on Broadway. This really is Saturday night. Yeah, what are you doing here? I'm like getting ready to do a show. What are you doing? Your hair looks phenomenal, babe. I just got a cut. I know, it looks great. Like even from like Thursday when we had a beer. Yeah. And it was, it's like so nice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, oh, there's Eric. Hi, Eric. Yo. Alright, I have to go do He's gotta go do stuff. This is a quick live. Saturday night! Oh look, it's yo yo, it's the ho ho! It's ho ho! It's oh look God, at this! So excited. This, this is so crazy! This is crazy! I'm so excited. Okay, wait, listen, we've gotta go. Cause well I I I don't have to go. I'm gonna stay on. 
I'm just gonna play. But like, he's gotta go do stuff, cause he's gotta rehearse. He's gotta go to a lift call and shit. It's crazy. Hi Mia, I know, how crazy is it? It's so nuts. I mean, my cheeks hurt from smiling after that live while it was taking place, and even now just listening to it back. Like, Aaron and Ricky, they were so giddy, especially Ricky. I know that they've seen each other outside of the theater while Ricky's been back, but to see them in Ricky's dressing room for the first time since their final snob on May 7th in 2022, I don't think anyone just could have anticipated that as much as we have manifested it and have wanted it to happen. I mentioned in a previous episode that I've really been missing the anticipation of Moulin Rouge clips and the bow videos with Aaron and the audios from the shows and how much fun it was to come across new content. And Saturday night filled that void and then some. I felt lucky to know quite a few people who were in the audience that night and some they already had tickets for the show like by chance and some lucked out last minute whether in cancellation lines or really quick movement to seek geek before it sold out and i spent my night on my couch living vicariously through all of them i mean if i had heard this announcement live in the theater i would have been an emotional mess which like i was an emotional mess hearing it but i was in the comfort of my own home not publicly losing my mind, which is what would have happened. For tonight's performance, the role of Christian will be played by Aaron Tabate. What makes that announcement even funnier is that the paper slip itself says the Moulin Rouge welcomes to the cast Aaron Tabate. Like, welcomes back to the cast Tony-winning national treasure, Aaron Tveite. Welcome back. But anyway, then the first photo was shared of Aaron during the sign raise, and everything in the world just felt right. Like, there was Aaron dressed as Christian the composer, giving off Mikey Warren vibes with his new haircut, back on the stage where he belongs, and there is absolutely nothing that can beat an Aaron Tveite sign raise. Like just from his walk across the stage to his turn to when he looks at the audience with that little smirk before he gets ready to lift and start the ride. On Sunday morning, a video of the sign raise was shared and it's, it's no secret by now that it is one of my absolute favorite parts of the show. But what caught me off guard and what actually caught quite a few people off guard based on comments that were on the video, which... It was how quiet the audience was. And this caught me really off guard, actually, when I went to see the show last Tuesday with Derek. He came out and the audience was silent. During Aaron's 12-week run, the audience would erupt. And it was like a wave across the theater from the moment that Aaron came through that curtain and walked up on stage. As he became more visible, the more the theater would just go up in applause. So it was really strange to not hear that. And people commented like, what, what is the audience doing? And it just goes to show that there's just the difference. Some people that were there shared with me that they heard audience members around them asking, who was Aaron Tveit? 
Why was the audience freaking out when the announcement was made that he was Christian? And it's wild to me that there are people out there who don't know Aaron, yet it's also a good chance to check myself and remember that not everyone eats, sleeps, and breathes to make content. <laughs> but one of my favorite messages that I received at intermission of Saturday's show was that at the start of Shut Up and Raise in that scene when Christian and Satine first meet and she says, you're not what I expected. And when he says, surprise, the audience went crazy. I mean, seriously, like I've already said, who could have anticipated a last minute surprise like this? And knowing how much fun that scene is and how many of the cast members say that it's their favorite number in the show, the fact that Ricky and Aaron were getting to experience that fun together was so special to think about. During the Elephant Love medley, right before the I will always love you at the end, Jojo, when they're face to face, she reaches up and she touches Aaron's chest with her hand and he slowly... He moved his hand down her arm. If you're, if you're seeing the show for the first time, you wouldn't have noticed it because it looks really natural, but seeing it in a video clip, I haven't seen that interaction between a Christian and Satine before. They usually are just holding hands, looking at each other as they're singing. But that subtle movement just further solidified that as characters they were falling in love and their closeness in that moment, and it was perfect. I shared the video clip on my Instagram, so if you haven't seen it yet, go check it out because it's so special. Okay, act two. The fact that Jojo and Aaron had little to no rehearsal time together, and yet they sounded, they sounded like they've always been doing this together, which is insane. Hearing audio of their come what may brought actual tears to my eyes. Like their voices sounded so beautiful together. After that beautiful scene, we know it's time to buckle up because here comes the only girl in the world scene that sh she doesn't love you and then Christian, he goes dark. And I'm so thankful to everyone in the audience who was able to record audio, audio from the show because even though I wasn't physically in the audience, I could just picture the scenes with Aaron so clearly. Chandelier. I would have loved to have seen Aaron and Ricky together there. Like, when Ricky as Santiago was talking him into the absinthe, holding on to him as he leans across the ladder and reaches for the green fairy before going into that trench coat quick change. And the Aaron interjection into Chandelier, it's always been one of my top five favorite parts of the show. But I'm holding on for your life, down, my eyes. 
just missed that like can't you picture Ricky holding on to Aaron as he takes that glass out of his hand and and they hold on for dear life and they move to the back of the stage to be in that huddle before the green fairy descends like I just can see it so clearly and oh I wish I could have witnessed it firsthand but of course after that Roxanne and night after night, when Aaron was full-time in the show, like he gave a thousand percent to this performance. It's so vocally and emotionally demanding. And for this one night, he just snapped right back into it after almost three months away, no rehearsal time, and he sounded like it was just his typical snob. Like You'd never know he's been out of the role at all. However, listening to the audios, this was another part of the show that was strange to hear without that deafening applause from the audience that used to happen the moment that Aaron sang that initial Roxanne. And while he didn't hold his opt up as long as he has in the past, it was definitely there. And Aaron, from the bottom of mine, and I'm sure the rest of Tibet Nation's hearts, thank you. talking with one of my friends about the show and the audios that have been shared after we've both listened to them and she said she wished that there was a video clip of when Christian when he goes to the Duke's home after Roxanne and Satine tells him that he means nothing to her. I know I know that that's such a sad scene but each actress that has played Satine has a different way of doing it. Like Ashley, for example, she used to use one finger to slowly lift Aaron's chin and just say, nothing. And KO, she used to snap in his face when she said it. Like it was always intense. Jojo has shared that Crazy Rolling is one of her favorite songs to perform in the show. And having just seen her live last Tuesday with Derek, she sounded incredible during it. But hearing her with Aaron, holy hell. Like, they, they just sound so good. I, I can't get over it. Like, it's a gift to the universe that these two were brought together for one night to create the magic that they did.
think it'll ever feel completely real that Aaron returned to the Rouge for just one night. The quickness, the abruptness of the announcements, the whirlwind live with Ricky, the influx of audios and some photos and clips, it was all so much, so fast. And I was so wired and riding that Moulin Rouge high late into the night and early morning hours from Saturday into Sunday and have zero regrets about the lack of sleep because it was totally worth it to experience that joy of Aaron on stage again at the Al Hirschfeld Theater as Christian the composer. I mean, and now Aaron can say that he has performed with every principal and alternate Satine on Broadway. First, his OG, KO, and Amber, Natalie Mendoza, Ashley Loren, Tasia, Oyoyo, and now Jojo. And it only makes sense at this point that he has the opportunity to continue to perform with Courtney when she's on Broadway. I mean, I don't make the rules. He started the trend. To those of you listening who happened to be in the audience on July 1st, I'm so happy for you. And to those of you listening who were there in spirit, I'm with you. And I hope you've enjoyed the audios and clips from that night as much as I have. Thank you so much for listening today and for continuing to support this podcast. It really does mean a lot. And I hope to have you back here for episode 53.